Hi there, my name is Ryan Lundquist, and today I'm going to be talking a bit about understanding animal quote-unquote language in the context of computational linguistics. So I should sort of open this up by recognizing that most modern linguists don't recognize non-human animal communication as language, or at least they don't think they have language in the sense that as humans do. This is because most animals that communicate don't usually do so with systems that have those core human language design features, like language arbitrariness, our words aren't tied directly to their meanings, learnability, we can learn entirely new languages and words, semanticity, our specific words are tied to specific meanings, productivity, we can use our building blocks of language to create never-before-heard sentences, and others. Interestingly enough, though, semanticity, like in distinct warning signals for distinct threats, arbitrariness, and learnability, mostly in bird songs, are demonstrated to some limited degree in certain animals. However, even though animals don't have language in a more typical sense, we've still studied animal communication and attempted to decode animal vocalizations to better understand their behavior. In the past, this was done manually by watching behaviors and tracking them with vocalizations and sort of trying to piece together what could be meant by different things. But recently, uh, researchers have been trying to use computational linguistics to understand meaning in animal vocalizations with artificial intelligence. Typically in computational linguistics, human language meaning is understood through morphology and word context. So for instance, you know, parsing pieces of text up into more manageable slices with free structure rules and, you know, the tree splintering off into different types of words like adjective, noun, etc. This kind of lets us examine meaning in a much deeper way than say just looking up the most common definition of a word and then trying to piecemeal them together because we can have things like homophones or lexical ambiguity like bear as in like Winnie the Pooh and bear as in holding something. Using this information, we can train machine learning models by training on some labeled text data and then removing bits and pieces and seeing how well our model fills in those missing pieces. However, this kind of falls apart when trying to understand animal language, which is very different from our own. We don't have a fully solid understanding of the fundamental units of different animal vocalizations, and we can't really meaningfully parse animal vocalizations in the same way we would do our own. Instead, most researchers are using visual recordings in addition to audio recordings to tag animal behavior and train models to recognize some basic pieces of meaning. In fact, at Georgia Tech, the CHAT project, which stands for Citation, Hearing, Augmentation, and Telemetry, is being led by Thad Snarner and Scott Gilliland in collaboration with the Wild Dolphin Project to create waterproof two-way communication systems with dolphins. In the project, uh, the researchers are passing a ball between each other underwater when they're prompted by this recorded sound. They're seeking to test whether dolphins will exhibit learning and mimic the sound asked for the object, and they aim to eventually explore the basic building blocks of how dolphins actually communicate with each other in their quote-unquote language. It's kind of interesting to think about what animals make good candidates for these sort of projects. Because if you think of most animals that vocalize, they don't really have complex ways to communicate ideas back to each other, other than things like danger or food. Cetaceans, like dolphins, however, are highly social mammals and also skew really heavily on auditory communication due to lower light levels deeper underwater. Also, another really interesting project is at the Decimon Lab at MIT, where researchers used artificial intelligence to categorize types of marmoset vocalizations into distinct repeating units, similar to kind of letters, which were then pieced together to form strings of marmoset calls that held some information being communicated from one marmoset to another. 
I find this really exciting in particular because marmosets have similar habits to us when it comes to speech, like finding it rude to interrupt each other. So exploring the marmoset problem of communication might be a bit easier since we can kind of empathize and have a better understanding of how they might interact and talk with each other. As you might have figured, there's definitely still a lot to be done in this field. There's also just a lot of debate surrounding whether we are currently capable of working on these classes of problems, since some argue that we're not ready, either being bottlenecked by artificial intelligence techniques not being as advanced as would be ideal, or by our shallow, real understanding of animal societies. The last point, our lack of understanding of animal social structure, also risks having its negative impacts kind of amplified by our biases and tendency to anthropomorphize and misunderstand animals. When many animals very well communicate in ways completely different from ourselves. All in all, I think this is a really interesting subfield, and I hope you find it fun to discuss as well.